Oh, hello. Hi. Hi. We did, we did it. it. We're all here. Is this a successful three-way? <laughs> it is. Yes. Yeah, yes, it is. Nice. <laughs> I was having a nightmare because I was trying to connect to this new app thing that you're doing or whatever. And then um, midway, my cat just brings me a rat and it's like a little bit, you know, half dead, like <laughs> bleeding and but still a bit warm. And I just needed to deal with that situation. And then I was <laughs> stressing out, but it's fine. That's the rat good. is in the bin. I don't know if you meant to put them in the bin or if you meant to like bury them. But it's, I mean, um, at this point, I think its dignity has gone. So I don't think it matters. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like the cat was still playing with it and it was dead. And I was like, fuck, Finn, like lay off. <laughs> but um, yeah. So this is my voice. Um, hi, I'm Eve. I don't really speak on Survivor. <laughs> okay. I'm glad that we get to speak to you now. Feel free to voice everything that wasn't voiced on the show. <laughs> that's like quite a lot of things, but yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. All right. Are you happy to lead the way, Carl? Yeah, that's fine. Cool. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Two Boys Talk Survivor. I'm Kyle. Oh my gosh, that was so weird. I don't know what happened. Like I could hear you talking but it sounded like you were yeah were you hearing it like what 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 yeah uh, 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 uh. yeah that's what i heard and i was like oh are you all right <laughs> all right well all right i'll try again <laughs> i mean we're not glad that you're out of the game but we're really glad that the first time we're trialing this technology was with you because you might be patient with us while we tried to work it out it's fine i would have been terrified if this was adam right now <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he'd be ripping you to shreds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. But in a, in a yeah. jokey, funny, laughy way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you want to do the intro again? <laughs> yeah. And if you struggle, Kyle, just let me know. I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> two boys watch Survivor. And then two boys talk Survivor. Kyle and Brian have got a podcast. And they also have their job. Well, welcome to the show When two boys watch Survivor And then two boys talk Survivor And then you listen to us talk Survivor And then you go on is it What? Hello everybody and welcome to Two Boys Talk Survivor My name is Kyle, I'm here with Brian Hello And on this episode we're going to be talking to the fourth Jira of Survivor New Zealand, Thailand She is the Endurance Queen Please welcome Eve Hi, thank you. That was quite a nice introduction. <laughs> yeah, it was almost like you'd practice, Carl. <laughs> it's almost like you'd said that three times before. <laughs> but I legit, that was the first time I heard it. So that was really nice. Thank you. <laughs> How are you doing, Eve? I'm good. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm a lot less fry than last night's episode. It was a big emotional episode. That. Oh my God, so emotional. <laughs> I was not expecting to cry on television and uh -huh. I did it twice. <laughs> Eve, I feel like there's, there's so much that was just like missed. Oh, for I, sure. Like both in your game, but also last night where, you know, it was kind of locked in on you and then Tara put forward this plan to maybe get out Dave and mm -hmm. then we go to straight to tribal and it feels like you've been let in on a lot of secrets so do you want to like expand on kind of what happened in that time period yeah um probably just like five minutes before we're about to go onto the boats um Tara was like Eve I'm so sorry but everyone's voting for you tonight and I was like what oh shit i didn't realize <laughs> that was happening um could have told me earlier because she said she'd been trying all day to save me and i was like jesus tara like you know 
dropped me a line a bit earlier than five minutes before tribal. Um, but still, I was thankful that she told me so that I could try and do something and that I could actually fight. Like, I would have hated to um, have gone out mm-hmm. silently. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I was just – I was a little bit taken aback because basically they didn't – they never showed in the edit that I was in an alliance um, and that I had any stretch at. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, like, the five of us who voted out Brad – Yep. then voted out Renee, and then the plan was to vote out Tess. So I didn't see why the plan would change, or, um, yeah, I just wasn't expecting it. I thought we were all voting out Tess. I really didn't see why we were suddenly yeah. voting out me. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that's why I was just quite emotional, because I guess you just don't see it in the edit, because I don't talk on Survivor, <laughs> yeah. apparently. Um, but... Yeah, I was in a strong five-person alliance, and um, I also had a final three with Lisa and Tara. Yep. Um, So basically, like, I was at the point where I could really envision getting to the end and pretty much winning the money. Like, I could see how I would get jury votes. I could see how I would win challenges. I could see how I could um, get by without um, being a target Mm -hmm. because I had people on my side. Yep. And then Matt just turned everyone against me. And I was like, oh, sweet. Thanks, bud. Yeah, like so much so much was left out. So you explaining now that it was that alliance of five that were going to vote out Tess, mm. like explains why we see you and Dave sort of have a quick conversation of like, yep, Tess. But then, yeah, you know, yeah. from an audience point of view, we're like, okay, well, you two and who? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. I was like, yeah, you and what army? Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I know. And then... They missed a lot in tribal. Like, I, they did put a lot of nice things in tribal, but I also, I did keep on saying, I was like, I don't understand why Dave's still here. Like, he's just been getting through by the skin of his teeth for the last three tribals. Like, mm-hmm. surely this is his time to go. Yep. And I was just like, why is Dave still here? And I was like, come on, Adam. Like, I was begging him. I was like, I know how much you want him gone. Like, if you change your mind, because basically Adam was holding power at this point. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. if Adam flipped, then Tess would obviously vote with Adam. And also, if he, if those two flipped and knew that then we'd be voting for Dave, like, Tara would be on board with us. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that they all needed the assurance that the next day they would still have numbers. Yeah. Which is totally fair enough. But, um... I could, yeah, I just, I, it's hard to change people's minds at tribal because obviously that's like pretty risky and no one really does it mm. and it's New Zealand Survivor and everyone's playing safe. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, so yeah. guess I'm going home. When the plan was to vote out Tess, mm-hmm. what did you think that Tess thought was going to happen? Did you uh, think that Tess thought she was going home? Yeah, I actually did because the whole afternoon basically, um, you see a scene where I'm just laying in the shelter with Tess Mm -hmm. and um, I thought she was going home. I thought she thought she was going home. So I was kind of like, oh, well, I'll hang out with her for the afternoon, like kind of console her, you know, it's her her last day on the island kind of thing. So I'm just like hanging out with Tess, trying to be nice. Um, And little do I know that uh, Matt's just running around the island telling everyone to vote me off. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) And I was like, ah, damn it. Uh, but honestly, yeah, when you when you think that you're safe, that's, I feel like that's when you're going home. So yeah, yeah. it wasn't until, yeah, Tara actually told me and I was like, ah, oh, yeah, you're right. Like, I guess Matt hasn't really like confirmed with me that we're still voting Tess. I just didn't, I just didn't really see when the plan changed. That was all. Yeah. And because you already had that plan in place, you didn't need to go checking in with people or running around. 
yeah, like it didn't change because, like, you know, mm. Tess didn't win immunity and yep. us five were still, I thought, working together. Um, I didn't really see why we wouldn't. And I was also trying to – I understand why Matt wanted to vote me out because I probably was the only person that could beat him mm-hmm. in the end, like in a in a good last endurance challenge. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so I, I understand why he was targeting me, but I also did try really hard to play it down with my um, – endurance abilities i was just kind of like every time someone would talk about it i was just like oh nah i'm not that good you know like trying to say that it wasn't that easy kind of thing yeah um do you think that winning the the reward endurance just beforehand increased that target on your back mm -hmm. that it's so fresh in people's minds yeah for sure because i think like tess and adam were sort of one of the first to tap out of that challenge basically it was me me dave and matt in the end in that challenge so like yeah, he can he can see that I'm a target, and yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's fair. Like I, I'd like to think that I could have beaten him in in some challenges at the end. So oh, definitely. Yeah, I'm just gutted because I really still yeah had a lot of left left in the tank that I yeah. wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, you were killing it out there. Yeah, I I like I felt fine physically. I was all good. Obviously, that's not the whole game. <laughs> it's not just about those those challenges. But yeah, I also did like it doesn't come through on the edit, but I did really think that I um had a solid alliance and had like yeah. really good trustworthy yeah. people out there. So so Adam wasn't part of that alliance? No. No, no. he never was. Like he um Matt would keep in keep him in the loop with things. Mm-hmm. Like Adam knew that Brad was going home that night. But mm-hmm. Adam's playing such a good social game that um he didn't let that slip. Yeah. And he knew that Tess would still be on his side at the end of the day because Tess would have no one else. Yeah. So yeah. Adam like would have assumed that either Tess or, or he would have liked to have had Dave gone home, but I think he knew uh-huh. that Tess was going. Yep. But yeah, it all changed during the day, obviously, because Matt was going around telling Run to vote me off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so why pick Adam at the reward challenge then? Uh, because I hadn't really talked to him that much. Um, he's so exclusive with Tess that you just can't. They come as a pair, and it's really hard to um, talk to them individually. And I'd spent so much time, like, all together, I was on Kunkau's Island for 20 days. And so I had a lot of time to talk with Tara and Lisa, which is how I became really close with them. And we were hoping, you know, final three. Mm -hmm. I tried talking to Brad and Tess, but Tess never really had a bar of me. And Brad kind of gave me, like, a false sense of security with a future alliance. He was basically like, oh, we can work together later if we need to. And I was like, okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah. When Tess is voting you out, she says, you know, that she never really got to have strat chat with you. Uh-huh. And so she doesn't know if she could trust you. And mm-hmm. she's the one that we don't see in this episode or get her take on the vote for you or if she would switch to Dave. It's kind of just left up in the air. You know, Tara and Adam have a quick chat of, you know, like, oh, we don't really want to vote out Eve. Can it be Dave? Mm. And then we don't see Tara's, uh, Tessa's input. So do you think that that, because you hadn't really talked strategy with her, that she would have not been keen to go with the plan to keep you in and vote out Dave instead? Uh, I think it really just came down to a sort of follow the leader and everyone go with the grain. Everyone just wants to be with the majority. No one wants to yeah. um, stick out, really. Mm-hmm. And so even though, like, Adam always wanted Dave gone, and even though Dave was sort of the obvious vote, if we're going to flip on on all the alliances and just go back to, you know, the old 
Hung Kao versus Chane, mm-hmm. the obvious vote is Dave. Yeah. I think it was just the fact that, like, Matt, yep. he had a really good social game. He's just naturally, he's really good at connecting with people. And I think when he comes up to anyone and sort of tells them to vote one way or another or sort of sway them, mm-hmm. um, he's he's quite convincing without trying too hard. Right. And okay. um, I think just with him putting my name out there, uh, people were just like, oh, yeah, well, you know what? It's not me, so yeah, I like that. Yeah. For most people, there wasn't any point in trying really hard to, say, get Dave out mm-hmm. because it was basically like all of them are going to survive another tribal council yeah. if they just go along with this yeah because yeah. throughout the whole episode everyone's saying oh i like eve i don't really want her to go you know everyone's kind of saying like quite nice things but no one's really trying to make a move to change it or or even just tell me so i could yeah. change it it seems like yeah they would have had the majority like if people want to stick with the majority then the majority did actually want to vote out Dave. I know, that's why... <laughs> Instead of you. Yeah. That's why I just couldn't understand it. But obviously, like, production aren't going to put all of this in because yeah. it kind of, like, falls back on that whole Matt-Dave relationship and how much it will impact the game. Mm, yeah. And so, obviously, if they show me really pushing that at Tribal, because I, I was saying it and I just did not did not understand it at the time, mm-hmm. I was just like, but, but you guys all want Dave to go. And I'm like, I'm saying at the time, I'm like, I'm sorry, Dave, I love you, but, like, can we not just all vote out Dave? Right. you all want him gone and you, and you yeah. kind of like <laughs> yeah. you kind of want me to stay so i just don't understand yeah dave obviously understood at the time because he yep. has matt sitting next to him he also has an idol in his pocket like he knows what's going on but i just i was so confused at the time like yeah why dave was being saved yeah and so ultimately do you feel like the reason that your game ends is because of this relationship between matt and dave oh yeah for sure um, like there's no denying it but yeah. I just want to make sure that everyone knows like I've said in all my interviews today that like I don't take it personally because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm mates with Matt and Dave now and yeah. I, I don't want to hold grudges because it's not their fault like if anyone else is in the game and they got put in there with their best mate then obviously you're going to use that to your advantage like yeah, you'd be stupid not to so yeah. um, I don't hold it against them for doing it but I was just I didn't understand it at the time because I was like but I've been on Kung Kao for like nearly three weeks and I've formed such a good relationship with these people mm-hmm. but all of a sudden like no one's willing to stick up for me mm. so I just yeah. it was weird at the time but now watching it on TV and like seeing how they've sort of changed the edit and stuff I can I can understand why <laughs> yeah, yeah and I feel like this is a bit of a turning point actually in this story because I feel like Matt and Dave are no longer the secret power couple. Yeah. Like it's people people are aware and it doesn't actually matter that they're friends outside of the show because it, like they could have just made this friendship on the show. Mm-hmm. But at this point like people know that those two are running the game. So now it's up to everyone else friendship or not to try and break that apart. So mm. I think going forward this could have played out the same way regardless of them being friends up mm-hmm. outside or inside the show yeah definitely like at this stage everyone's kind of thinking everyone's realizing that matt is definitely has a lot of power um because he it's quite obvious that he was the one that got brad out got renee out (laughs) got me out yeah yeah um and also he he like definitely got um aaron out because Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff went down at charney and basically you know aaron saved matt so he was meant to pay him back for that but <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah i think right now in the game everyone's thinking wow matt is pulling the strings um yeah. and dave is really lucky like dave just somehow has been getting through mm-hmm. i still do give credit to dave because i think even without matt i think he would have done 
really well in the game mm-hmm. anyway. Like yeah. regardless, he would have. He's just like a, a force, you know. Yeah. Did yeah. you feel pretty betrayed when you found out that everyone was voting you that Dave was in on that? Um. Well, we kind of got ourselves into the situation because we were so Chinese strong, and mm-hmm. like it is quite dumb to do in Survivor because you know you do need a flip at some point, but. We'd just been through so much shit on Chani early days, like not eating for a week and like being in that storm and, you know, a few mm-hmm. people like seriously, I think I thought it was inhumane, like a couple of people I thought were pretty hypothermic, like it was bad, right. bad times, we're losing challenges and like you go through all of that and you really just want to um, stick together and, you know, keep each other strong, like yeah. We even though we um had some pretty rough times, like we also had an awesome time on Chani. Like we just bonded so much. So yeah, I think I don't hold it against him <laughs> for voting me <laughs> out because you've just you got to save yourself at Survivor, you know. Yeah, mm. yeah. And he ju- he's just going with the majority. He knows that if he if he doesn't, then yeah, he'll be on the outs for next time. So yeah, nah, all good. And and I mean, like when I was trying to flip the votes, I was like, yeah, sorry, Dave, but I'm going to try and flip it on you. Yeah, that's it. So like, let's all vote Dave. Sorry, Dave, I love you. Dave. Yeah. Let's all vote Dave. <laughs> Even if that plea had worked and people were saying, you know, okay, you know, let's just flip it to Dave. Why not? Mm-hmm. If that had happened at Tribal Council, then. He's got an idol. <laughs> and so yeah. if he had suspected that the vote had switched to him, that would have come out and then it still would have been you going home. Yeah, I know. It was a pretty losing situation. Like pretty much that's what I put <laughs> my whole game down to was that I think I was just a bit unlucky. Like the people that I chose to align with and the tribe that I was on and just everything that happened, like I was literally always on the losing tribe, mm. losing numbers, <laughs> like losing everything. Yeah. You know, JT was my number one ally. We were right or die till the end. And then he got medivaced and I was like, ooh. Yeah. And then yeah. Aaron was my, my second main man and um, he got taken out straight away in the merge because he's just, you know, such a um, a presence. And I was like, oh, shit, okay. <laughs> and then Dave was really like, Dave was my only other ally from day one. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. so I was kind of hoping that we'd still want to work together. And, like, I, I still do believe that we had a strong alliance, but obviously it just was overpowered by mm. Matt and Dave's. Yeah, that's it. And sometimes the alliance can only get you so far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eve, Carl mentioned idols. We have to talk about it. We have to talk about your family idol. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I actually want to talk about it. I've been waiting <laughs> yeah. to tell you. Yeah, uh, go on. So, first of all... Do you want to probe you get... a question or do you... <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. So, you get, the, you get the fishing gear. You look inside. You see the note. Is there any part of you that's like, I'm just going to stick this back in here and let someone else find it? <laughs> um, yeah, momentarily. So, basically... Everyone know like we all know that there's something in this fishing gear because we are just like hanging out for an idol. There's nothing on our island pre-planted, you know. Mm-hmm. And yep. so we're like, there, there's got to be a clue. Um, so we get the fishing gear back. We're all standing around camp, like you know, going through it all, and um, and then no one finds anything. So everyone's sort of like, oh well, give up, and we'll just try, you know, go fishing tonight, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I was standing there with Renee and Frankie, and I picked up the net and I just put my fingers on the parchment yeah. mm-hmm. and I, you know, like you could see it. And I was like, Oh shit. Like in my mind, I was like, Oh God. <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> <damn> <laughs> but I just, I, I couldn't pocket it in front of them. Like that would have been way too risky. And, yeah. um, 
And so I was like, oh, screw it. Like they're standing here. I might as well tell them. But the thing that annoyed me the most was that they, the edit is just, oh man, I was so stitch up. They, they made me reenact that scene um, <laughs> right. because when, when I found it, the, the cameras weren't there to catch it. Yeah, right. And oh, when, wow. when they made me reenact it, it was just me by myself. And they just said, oh, can you just do it again? Cause we didn't get on camera. Like we just need the audio and stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. And they just wanted a close up. That's what they said. So I was like, okay. And I didn't think much of it. Like. I was like, oh, yeah, sure. So I did it for them. And then I watched the show and I'm like, oh, <laughs> you. <laughs> that was like, what a stitch up. You just made it look like there was no one around because like at the time that I reenacted it, no one was. Right, yeah. So yep. yeah, they totally, they edited it so well to make me look like an absolute idiot. Um, they, it, was, it was so good. Like the way they just had everyone on the bed then look over my direction. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. Um, so, so yeah, basically, that's why I've been hanging out to tell you about that because I'm just like, this is a real stitch up, real big fat stitch up. Oh my god. Um, the other thing about that though, as well, was that like, because you kind of see that I'm never really two faced about it. Like, mm -hmm. I know that yeah. it really irks people that I had this like, this communal idol, but um, the idol never phased me. I I never cared that everyone knew about it because mm -hmm. I was in such a good position with my allies that um it was actually good for us. Like it made them trust me more that I would be willing to leave it at camp mm -hmm. knowing that I can't play it. And I know that they won't vote me out. They know that they won't vote me out and it's going to be someone else. Like it was kind of like this big um, show of trust yeah. with <clears throat> my main men, like JT and Aaron and Dave, which is why like that night I knew I wasn't going home. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, for sure it's risky. Like people yeah. <laughs> could flip and, and stuff but I, I just trusted them so much I was like nah I'm in such a good position with my allies like I don't need this idol and I don't care that everyone knows about mm -hmm. it wow. I saw a really funny tweet on um, Twitter which was something along the lines of like my favorite thing about this idol hunt is that at one point they opened it and saw that it led to like another clue and half the tribe was just like nah I don't care <laughs> <laughs> exactly because because all of them stayed at camp, like JT, Aaron, Dave, they didn't need to come because like we were all working together anyway. So they were like, yeah, Eve's going to get it and it's going to be ours. So they didn't need to watch me find yeah, it. Yeah, right. Um, it, was just, it was just Frank and Renee that were like worried and sort mm -hmm. of on the outs. So they, yeah. they wanted to, you know, come on the idol hunt. Yeah, that's it. Like when um, everybody really knows about it. A really important question. Oh, sorry, Kyle. That's right. You go. Oh, there's this three ways getting awkward. I know. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's always an awkward moment. <laughs> I'm, I'm making you uncomfortable. <laughs> Important question, Eve. Mm -hmm. When Matt turns up on the beach at the Swap Tribe, was it as creepy in real life as it was on the show? <laughs> 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 uh, oh, my gosh. My meeting with Matt. The old soiree. Um, yeah, so that was that was real weird. Oh, that was another stitch up, actually. I just feel like I've been stitched up this whole edit. But anyway, so uh, let me tell you the story. Mm -hmm. So the morning when we're going to that challenge before for the tribe swap, um, JT, my main man, right or day to the end, he asked our story prod, do we need to pack our bags? Because he knew that there was a tribe swap coming up. He's just, mm -hmm. you know, he's very switched on. And um, so JT asked a question and they said, no, leave all your stuff here. And we're like, okay, sweet. Well, it's not happening today then. Um, and then we get to the challenge and they're like, Matt's like, and 
you're swapping tribes. And we're like, oh, wow. Like, <laughs> who would have guessed? <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. <laughs> and so um, I was still fine with that at the time. I was like, yeah, okay, all good. Um, they'll, you know, our bags will just be packed for us and they'll get given to us. You know, it's not going to be like a story. Um, and then they just made it into this massive deal. So basically that was the challenge where Tess fell off the mm. spinny mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. and hit her head. And because um, I was sitting next to her, I was meant to go next. I was on the other spinny <laughs> thing. Um, she was like, you know, KO'd on the ground. And I was first to uh, go see her and help her out. And because uh-huh. um, I was studying to be a paramedic, so I was kind of like real into that stuff. Okay. Um, so I was there helping her out. I was like there just before the medic. And I stayed with her the whole time while everyone else was, um, you know, escorted elsewhere to, um, right, okay. you know, yeah. not crowd the scene. Yeah. Um, and so I was helping her out and then we, we sorted her. She um, got some medical attention elsewhere. And then um, the producer comes up to me and he's like, hey. And at this moment, I thought he was going to tell me off for, for overstepping. You know, like I should have just left that up to the medics and I, right. I yep. shouldn't have really you know, overstepped my place. Yeah. Um, and he's like, Eve, so you've got an idol back at camp. And I was like, oh, <laughs> is, this, <laughs> is this what we're concerned about? Like, this girl challenge um, that you made and she's knocked her head and, like, potentially has a concussion, but you're concerned about my idol at camp? Okay. Um, carry on. And then... Um, <laughs> And then he's like, okay, so you need to get it back. And I was like, well, yeah, we've kind of already had this discussion. Like, it's going to just be packed in my bag for me. And he's like, no. And I was like, well, what do you mean, no? Uh, isn't, isn't that how it goes down? And he's like, no, you need to choose someone from your tribe that you trust and they'll get it to you when we come back to do this challenge later. And I was like, oh, okay. okay. Uh, well, Aaron, because he was, he was my next man, um, my number one, um, mm-hmm. who was staying on Charney. Yeah. And so, and then we got sent back to our islands and then we had to wait for them to redo this challenge. They made it look really smooth in the edit, but it was just like a whole day drama. Yeah. <laughs> um, went back to our new camps and then came back to the, the new setup challenge. And I'm like, I get there and I'm just giving Aaron the eyes. I'm like, Aaron, like, <laughs> hand me the idol kind of thing because they wanted it on camera. So I'm like uh, yep. giving, you know, I'm like winking his way. I'm like, hey, hey, Aaron, like, look at me, kind of thing, like, yoo-hoo. But I, I still at this point haven't even talked to him, so I don't even know if this is like full on like production stitch up, like if they're just trying to get right, me to act right, weird because yep. I don't even know if they've told Aaron at this point. Mm. Um, and Aaron's just not looking at me, and I'm like, oh, oh dear, like I'm in a real pickle now. Like my communal idol is definitely still at camp. Like I don't think Aaron's been told, or I don't think he's giving it to me. Like. Maybe he's stealing it off me. I don't really know. I was getting real paranoid. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then basically, so I couldn't get off him at the challenge because there was just no way of like even getting near him without making it look really suspicious. Mm-hmm. And then the sorry, this is quite a long story. But then at <laughs> the at the challenge the next day, I still don't get my idol back. Like the producers refused to give it to me for whatever reason. They like need it on camera. Mm-hmm. So then the next day at the immunity challenge, the one where we're on the pontoon and we have to dive off and get the things, yep. the producer then tells me, okay, you need to get it. You still need to get it off camera, but um, you just need to get off the medics. 
And I was like, oh, okay, well, (laughs) sure, whatever. I still don't see the point in this. Like, where's this going? But whatever, do what you say. Mm. Um, So we do the whole challenge, but we're on the pontoon and the medics are on the mainland. And I'm like, (laughs) how? I I don't understand. Like, do do you want me to swim? Like, what? (laughs) Like, do you want me to how do you want me to get there how 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 do the medics and i meet to do this little like drug deal you know <laughs> and then um we finished the challenge and we're getting the boats and they're like ready to send us off and and the producer looks at me and he's like um does, is everyone okay and i was like does he want me to like pull a sickie and then go see the medic like is this mm. Well, I, I was so confused. Yeah. He's like, "Are you sure everyone is fine?" <laughs> and everyone, everyone's like looking at each other, and we're like, "Well, yeah, yeah, I think, I think we're all good." And like, the only cover story I could come up with at the time was that because I got ticks on Charney, uh-huh. um, yeah. and I had it from like day five to like for like a couple weeks. So that was the only thing, but I couldn't bring anything up because I just there was no reason for me like. They'd already said that they weren't going to help me with it, so I just had to deal with it, and I had been for the last like couple of weeks anyway. So I was like, well, I, I just don't know. It was so awkward. So we sat in the boat, and then we just went back to the back to our island. And I was like, oh god, like honestly, how am I meant to get this bloody idol back? Oh, no. Like, I didn't even want it in the first place. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, and then when we got back to the island, I was like, okay, this is actually ridiculous. Like, you guys are make you guys are really like stitching me up here because. We knew that we were tribe swapping, so if mm-hmm. you know, we would have just packed our bags in mm-hmm. and there, but you yeah. told us not to, like specifically not to. Yeah. Um, and then you're just making an absolute nightmare for me to try and get this back without making anyone think that that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Um and then they were like, Oh, fine and like kicked up a fuss and then they just put me on a boat like in front of everyone. I had to leave the oh island and go back to that challenge and oh then that's God. where I met Matt. Uh-huh. And I was like, Oh, oh my gosh, like way to make this obvious yeah yeah, um, yeah so i just i just like hopped on a boat and everyone was sitting at camp and they're like oh weird where's eve going and then i went to go see matt um had that little funny awkward meeting mm-hmm. uh and he was just like here's your idol eve and i was like thank you like kind of annoyed because you guys could have just done this from the beginning and not dragged this out for so long but also nice to, nice to see you matt yeah, always yeah. good to see you pleasure and then I hopped on the boat and went went back to my island and they're like, Oh, where'd you go? And I was like, Oh, I uh I just uh I got to see a doctor for my ticks. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Oh, okay, cool. And I was like, Yeah. And then that's the end of that. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, wow. so you can you can see why I have like this sort of like trust <laughs> issue thing with production. Because yeah, yeah. I feel like I never really did anything wrong, mm-hmm. but I was always just stitched up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, and just like when we watched it, when we saw Matt giving you the idol, I was like, Eve does not look like she wants that. <laughs> She's like, take it it's away, Matt. I, oh man, you I was it. honestly, I know, I was so over it by that point. I was like, you guys should like, you could have just given it to me from the beginning instead of making this really awkward scene. And I didn't really think that they'd play it because I was like, it's honestly so awkward. Like, when yep. in Survivor do you go and meet the host? privately to get the idol like it's just it's just the weirdest thing and like no one would have no one would have thought anything differently if i because we all just got our bags and our possessions given back to us anyway so it's like no one's gonna think anything of me getting my idol back like you don't need to make a scene out of it it's so weird i think saying that you met the host is probably like 
a bit of an over-exaggeration. It just looked like you were in the water and he just turned up and was like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it was like right on the bank. Like, we just like, yeah. we just stopped. Like, the he was boat just watching. Was like, like oh. how long was he there for? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh my God. And like, I wasn't really expecting it because I still thought that maybe I was just seeing the medics. Like, I was so, it was just mm. so strange. Yeah, it was great. Like, all of the I things that. that happen behind the scenes, but then they actually play it. And I was like, mm. oh man. You gotta love New Zealand Survivor, right? Eh? Like yes. we're a bit old school. Yeah. Only on New Zealand Survivor. This season has been great. <laughs> I've just been waiting to tell you guys about this though. Like, there's just been so many weird things that happen. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just like, ah, oh, every time I watch the episodes, I'm like, I just want to button and commentate them there. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah. but it went down so differently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's interesting. So you were saying like you had to leave the camp to go and get this idol, and you came back, and they were just kind of like, oh, okay, whatever. But then you're going into a tribal council, you guys, uh, like soon after that, where they're going to be speculating about where's the idol. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was that night. Yeah, and like they're pretty set on it being JT. So they're not sort of looking at you or questioning if you had it, if that, you know, little boat trip might have been (laughs) idol related. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But also, even the person with the idol doesn't know if they have the idol. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I know. Um, that's why if you rewatch that episode, like none of it makes sense um, timeline, <laughs> like timeline wise, because like you see us, um, we're talking at camp, and but Tess isn't actually there because he she's um, back at the mainland uh, yeah, getting yeah. you know medical some medical attention, attention for mm-hmm. her query concussion. Yeah. Um. So like all of us are at camp, and then they're filling us in on um you know what happened at Kung Kao and blah blah blah. Um, but Tess isn't there. And then if you if you go back and watch it, like it's this they've kind of cut it um to make it look like she was sitting on the bed with us, mm-hmm. but she's never in the conversations. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's why if you yeah, the whole episode is actually really awkward because like we're trying to have all of these conversations. We're trying to find out who they want to vote for that night, because that's when it's we figure out really it's either Liam or I. Mm-hmm. Um but just hardly any of the conversations are like in the right timeline and they just don't really make sense and like the one where me and Liam are talking to Tess together like yep. that was a whole nother time like it, it just right. the whole okay. episode was really really mixed up <laughs> yeah with, right with the whole like returning of the idol and also Tess falling off the um, yeah yeah the spinning challenge thing so it, it was a weird episode I guess it was a bit of a messy time for yeah them. it was yeah I think it was yeah they had a lot of like PR to do that day. <laughs> uh, we were pretty sure Tess won 250 grand. Yeah. Yeah. Like, look at her edit. She is getting some glorious edit right there. <laughs> yeah. It's to stop the lawsuit. <laughs> I know, exactly. You can't give Tess a bad edit if you, like, give her a concussion on that. <laughs> That's so funny. So, she, yeah. I think, I mean, I don't blame her. I would have blackmailed production. I'd be like, Give me a glorious edit. Yeah. <laughs> Make me look good. Or I'll sue you. Even though we don't sue in New Zealand, but I'll still sue you. So you mentioned that tribal where Liam is going to go home. Mm-hmm. How sure were you that it was you and that you were playing the idol correctly when you played it? Oh, I wasn't. I was just guessing. Like, But my issue was that I knew how I would look when I found the idol and, you know, having this communal idol, like I knew it'd be a bit of a joke Mm -hmm. and I just couldn't risk 
as much as I wanted to save Liam, if I knew, but I just couldn't risk giving it to him. And then me going home, I would just look like the biggest mm-hmm. survivor failure ever. Yeah. Um, so I, I just had to play it on myself. Um, and there was honestly no knowing. I don't even think they knew who they were voting for. I think they just were like, you know, mm-hmm. flip of a coin, really, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I felt so bad for Liam because I loved him. And I think, yeah, I think even he got a really bad edit. Like he, he was in the stretch at from maybe not day one, but very early on. Like he wasn't in the first tribal, but after that he was in our five kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah. in my mind it was liam not frankie um so oh but bless liam he's just such a lovely boy yeah yeah uh, his his exit interview with us was like so much fun yeah. we love talking to him yeah he's great i love him and it would have been the coolest tribal like such a good tribal if it had worked if i gave the idol to liam mm-hmm. and saved him and then Brad went home with an idol in his pocket. Like that just would have been the most glorious, you know, <laughs> Charney on the uprise kind of thing. Um, but unfortunately, it just didn't work out like that. <laughs> yeah. And JT told you about Brad's idol, eh? Um, I'm sure he did. Maybe re- uh, refresh our memory. So after the, that night when Liam went home, and it's just JT and I, in the morning, JT's sort of like, mulling by herself and he just starts walking around the island and he finds an idol on the ground okay remember the story (laughs) no no No, i don't think we know this oh guys this is a full tell all like (laughs) i'm not holding back like uh, this is great you'll get you'll get all the gossip out of me um just seen as i you know didn't have a voice on the show so now i'm just going overboard um so jt's walking around the island and he looks down on the ground and he just, he sees an idol sitting there. Okay. And he's like, oh, he kind of thought, okay, maybe it's Eve's. Maybe she kept it as a souvenir. Right. And I said to him, I was like, nah, it's not mine. Like they took it off me after, as soon as we walked out of the cave, um, it was back in production's hands. Mm-hmm. And JT's like, oh, let's have fun with this. And so he goes up to Brad and he's like, oh, hey, bro, um, this is what an idol looks like. Just, just so you know, just so you know what to look out for. And Brad's like, Oh, oh, thanks, bro. So, so Brad kind of thinks, oh, JT's, JT's a good guy. Like, maybe we can work together, kind of thing. <laughs> and then, and then later that afternoon, Brad goes to look for his idol in his jacket, and it's not there. Oh my god! <laughs> and um, and he realised that the idol that was in JT's hands was Brad's. Right. And so, um, it's because Brad was keeping it in his jacket with the um rules, the parchment with the rules, mm-hmm. yeah. and he had got it out the night before to um have a look at the rules just in case he wanted to use it that night, yeah. and um it must have just fallen out of his pocket and he didn't notice, and so anyway they had a scene um of Brad sheepishly going up to JT and asking for it back. <laughs> <laughs> I like. Oh, Honestly, wow. I think oh. I think they might have played it if I hadn't done the whole communal idol thing, but yeah. I'd, I'd already sort of taken that position. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah, so then when when it came to merge, JT was gone. I was the only one on the island, mm-hmm. the, you know, Concow. the only Charney left. And we merged, and I literally told everyone about Brad's idol. I was like, hey, guys, <laughs> did, you hear, did you hear about that time that JT found Brad's idol on the ground? It was hilarious. And Matt's face dropped. Like, 
And that's pretty much what got the ball rolling to get Brad out. Wow, okay. Yeah, right. Because everyone knew that he had an idol. What the fun stuff that you guys miss on the television? All this missing uh, information. Yeah, yeah, totally. I know. Thank God you're here, Eve. It's only funny because like, I'm friends with everyone, so I really, I don't think anyone would care that I'm saying any of this. Yeah, yeah. That's all in good fun. Here's hoping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, how many <laughs> friends do you think you might lose after this? <laughs> <laughs> nah, JT's already told... Um, told quite a few um, mm. different podcasts and whatnot about the Brad Idol and yeah. yeah, I'm pretty open about my idol and whatnot and about everything else that happened. Yeah, mm. it's a good way to be. Any other questions? <laughs> um, I want to I wanna know about Tara. Uh-huh. Like, Tara just got, like, no edit for such a long time. I feel like you, you at least mm. got one at the beginning, so we knew who you were, even mm. if we weren't getting confessionals. But Tara got next to nothing. And occasionally we just like, we just see this like snake in the grass that tries to like rear its head and then it just like disappears. Um, like, and also like you and Tara apparently had this like close relationship is what the show told us this episode, even yeah. though like we didn't really see that at all. So like, yeah. can you talk about your relationship with Tara a little bit? Um, well, like I said, I was on Kung Kao's Island for 20 days all up. I had so much time there to get to know them all. And um, I just, yeah, I really clicked with Tara and Lisa. And I feel bad that Tara's getting the edit that she is. I think she, I think she's getting a pretty sim similar edit to me. Like, we're both yeah. pretty much silent, mm. um, confessional-wise. You know, we, we were working together. We, we had a plan, me, Lisa, and Tara, to go to Final Three. I guess they just haven't really shown it because, like, I don't win. And I guess, like, Lisa's mm. narrative probably overrules Tara's just because like I think Lisa yeah. sort of has all of the um survivor lingo mm -hmm. maybe and you yeah. know she just ma makes for a, a better sort of narrator mm -hmm. yeah but like do want to give credit to Tara because Tara was always in the know and she was very non-threatening like I, I think people underestimated her and you you can't rule out anyone I mean they yeah. could be the swing boat you know so yeah, I, I feel bad for Tara. She's not getting any airtime. But the thing it comes down to is that, like, they're trying to fit three days' worth of footage mm. into mm. 60 minutes. And so not everyone's going to be able to talk. And I think, like, New Zealand Survivor, they've done pretty well to try and make it fair. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, if, if you sort of if you don't feature one episode, then maybe at least you'll feature the next one. Mm -hmm. um, but I think, unfortunately, Tara hasn't really spoken much and a couple now and then all of a sudden in one of the last few episodes like everyone's talking about how Tara's really erratic and I'm like <laughs> yeah. Tara's the least erratic <laughs> yeah, I know <laughs> she's the most like nonchalant like she is polar opposite to erratic you know yeah right so I was like okay that's interesting um weird edit but whatever mm. I guess with with Tara as well like she's still in the game here so you know not seeing her through all the beginning mm. of the season seeing a lot of people who go out early and i guess they realize that they could they can start showing her at this point because she's still going to be there mm. towards the end oh yeah for sure like kung Kao had some way bigger personalities mm -hmm. to show off yep. in the beginning you mm. know with adam and dylan both there like there was always something to sort yeah, of yeah. air and tara i think was just just a bit too sort of like normal and not mm -hmm. um i think all of her confessionals would have been pretty honest but yep. like quite neutral 
Yeah. Um, so, you know, that doesn't make for super exciting TV in the beginning. So you're kind of starting to see Tara a bit more now, but it's still a bit random, you know, with yeah. with everyone coming out and saying that Tara's erratic. It's like, uh, this this looks random. But yeah. I mean, so does my edit. Like, I'm mm-hmm. I'm randomly crying when I'm leaving. And it's like, but it didn't seem like she was that invested. Like, who was she working with kind of thing? So right, yeah, I guess it's yeah. just it's just not enough time to really show what's going yeah. on. Yep. Well, I guess even even though we didn't see that much of you, I think the outcome of how people have perceived you is like as the survivor sweetheart. Oh, really? Oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think like, you know, seeing like people online, like everyone, I feel like they had a soft spot for you and it seemed that way on with the cast as well. So when the cast is saying, you know, like that they adore you, mm. then that comes across to an audience as well. So... It was, yeah, it was certainly like, oh, we're not seeing much of her even when she wins an immunity I challenge. Know, like, not even one confessional. <laughs> like, still... <laughs> it's like she just won the challenge and she just, you know, quietly shows up, wins the challenge, and she's like, all right. <laughs> all right, go home okay, now go. with my necklace. <laughs> <laughs> how, how heavy is that necklace, Eve? Oh, it's actually... um. It's sort of like a paper mache almost, so it's not that heavy. Okay. Oh, that's so okay. funny. Yeah. Oh, someone's going to pick up. Someone's going to hashtag that with like hashtag Survivor New Zealand budget or something like that. Yeah, but you know, um, I don't know if this is like a Kiwi thing, but you know when you're in primary school and you make um, frames out of pasta and you spray paint it gold? Yeah, yep. yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Oh, no. Sort of like a... <laughs> I mean, I don't like. Obviously, the person who made this isn't going to hear it because it's this sweet little Thai man from the mainland. Um, but yeah, bless his soul. Like, it's just this really cute. I think, I think it's sort of like a paper mache mold, and then maybe it's got a bit of plaster and like some pasta or something. I don't know. I was going to say, I'm going to be looking for the pasta next next episode. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's it's actually not heavy. It's yeah. It's edible. <laughs> Well, we were wondering what Adam was eating if he hadn't been eating rice, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, he sustained himself from that immunity win when he took a little nibble of the necklace. <laughs> Adam, oh my gosh, what, like, what a trooper though. He, he legitimately, so he has this theory that rice tastes like, um, you know, like, if you have pet mice, <laughs> okay. and it has that sort of smell, like... Yep. Okay. I don't know where this is going, but yep, yep. <laughs> so, so he had this theory that basically, like, rice smelt like sort of that smell of like newspaper and like a mouse in a cage. Do you know what okay. I mean? Yeah, I do. I mean, I don't get that from rice, but yeah. Yeah, but for some reason, like, I, I, I don't know what happened. Like, you know, in mm-hmm. Adam's childhood, for this to happen, but um, basically, <laughs> yeah. like. Yeah, rice is just mm, smells like rats or something. I don't know. So he just refused yeah, wow. to eat rice. He just would not touch it. Like I, I tried to just get him to eat like a tablespoon, and he would gag. And also, he really wanted to be the biggest loser on the. You know, he wanted to lose the most weight. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is that why you vomited? <laughs> <laughs> oh god survivor's not very healthy is it um no because apparently i think in season one nate i think he lost like close to 20 kgs over the yep. whole show um so adam's goal was to lose more than nate 
Yeah, right. So okay. he just didn't eat rice. He did. He just didn't eat anything for what I left it thirty three well, days. Well, yeah. What do you eat if you're not eating rice? Nothing. Water. Mm. Which isn't eating. Goodness. That's not really. Yeah. That doesn't count, does it? Yeah. I think. I think Adam's the only person who's gone on Survivor and then said, "You know what? I'm going to go on a diet at the same time." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he was trying to maybe get from like food reward to food reward. Yeah. Strategy. It was just so amazing that he could go that long without eating anything. Mm. But good for the rest of us because then we got to eat more rice. So it was really like <laughs> it was a win-win situation. Yeah. He could lose the weight. Yeah. We could eat more rice. Yeah. Was there was there anyone who is like always like bags Adam rice? <laughs> nah, it was kind of so we did it a bit differently like on Chani we'd, we'd get these leaves and we'd sort of like serve it up evenly and it was great for the girls because like we would end up with the same amount of rice as the boys when really like the boys kind of needed more mm. um, but then on Kung Kao they were just free for all like you get your little bamboo spoon and you hoe in as fast as you can and you eat as much as you can kind of thing so <laughs> it was very much like um, I, I mean I don't have brothers but I imagine like probably what it's like growing up with maybe older brothers at the dinner table you know you just you yeah. you gotta take what you can whatever you can get really mm. um so on kung Kao, you just um it's a bit savage really yeah. you just gotta yeah. get in there it was younger brothers for us <laughs> yeah. uh, so you were the you were the ones stealing the <laughs> no, no, no 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 our younger brothers are like bodybuilders ah <laughs> oh. <laughs> was there anything else eve that just like didn't make the show that you want to put out there um well i think i've Gave you some insight into like what I actually did yeah, on the island and like who I was aligned with and stuff. Mm -hmm. There was heaps of just like funny stuff that happened that I think was it Aaron or JT told you about the the centipede at Charney. I don't no? know. Okay. I, don't know. <laughs> I think I'm a sh I think I've listened to too many podcasts. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, like, on Chane, we'd always, like, have family bonding and, you know, we'd finish our rice and the sun would kind of go down and we'd all just sit out in the moonlight and, like, tell stories around the campfire. And um, one night I'm sitting there and it's, like, pretty quiet and I just hear something, like, rustling in the leaves. And I'm like, holy shit, like, what is that? <laughs> and I can just see it in the moonlight. It's this massive as F centipede. And before we went into the game, they um, there was sort of like a, a park ranger, I guess, almost there. And he just gave us a quick debrief and he gave us this booklet and it was like, Deadly Animals of Thailand. If you see these, you must kill it. Oh. And um, that centipede was 100% in there. And we're like... <laughs> I was like, ah, guys, like, it's it's the deadly centipede, like, holy shit. And we're like, what should we do? And, like, we, I didn't, oh my God. like, no one really wanted to kill it because, like, you, you know, you don't really want to go out there, like, killing and destroying stuff. But um, you got to do what you got to do. And it was going into our camp, like, towards our bed. And we're like, well, whew, like, it would be nice to maybe get a little bit of sleep tonight. So um, I got out the machete. And because the whole time I've been very, like, very chill on the island like I'm very laid back everyone kind of sees me as like this calm you know a bit of a chiller mm, yeah anyway I get the machete and I was like die die and like just start like going at the centipede because it had it had like a really hard um shell like it was almost like a cockroach like oh. super thick shiny brown shell with like this pointy like all of these legs and I was like, yeah, we've got to kill it. So I cut it into, I think it was in three pieces by the end. Um, and it was kind of all the, <laughs> all the little individual bits were like, you know, squirming around. And we're like, okay, well, you know, that's done. 
um, and then mm-hmm. went to bed, woke up in the morning, and it was gone. Oh. And we're like, oh. Oh, God. Oh. So either it's done some, like, crazy, like, morphing and, you know, it's, like, mm-hmm. joined itself back together and become some, like, super centipede or something. Um, or like yep. something bigger and badder has eaten it. So, um, <laughs> or you made three. <laughs> yeah, no one really slipped after that. <laughs> yeah, there's three of them. Out there. yeah. <laughs> Triplets into beads. Yes. Oh, there was also another time, you know, that reward where those guys went to go watch Jurassic Park? Yeah. And they got the popcorn? Yeah. And they, um, <laughs> And they came back. And so basically anytime any of us went on a food reward, like we'd try really hard to sneak some food back to camp, obviously. Mm-hmm. Got to do what you got to do, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And like there's been some reasonably good efforts. I'll I'll tell you about mine later, but we'll start with this one. Um, <laughs> bless. Oh, my God. So Lisa, because oh, normally you get pat down after the food rewards because, you know, they know that you're going to try and sneak <laughs> stuff back. Yeah. yeah. Lisa went and put, Four corn, kernel? what do you call Is it still a kernel when it's popped? Four, four popcorns. Yeah. Just four pieces of popcorn in her shoe. Oh, like, that her, like, yeah. just, like her, her, like, 30 day old, you know, like, <laughs> lake water, sweat, <laughs> like, everything, you know, just mixed in with, like, her sock, like, just in her shoe. She put these four pieces of popcorn in her shoe. And then they got back to, um, oh, she got away with it. She got back to um, camp and we're, you know, asking them about the reward. And then Lisa's like, oh, 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 and guys, guys, I got something. And we're all, we're all pretty hyped, like, because we heard it was a, a movie reward. So we're like, oh, my God, like, are they bringing back tangy fruits? Like, oh, God, like, what is it? We're so excited. <laughs> oh, do you guys have tangy fruits? That are... <laughs> yeah. I grew up, I grew up in New Zealand, so I I do I know what they oh, are. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I don't think they make them anymore, so we were all getting hyped that like there was going to be some comeback of like tangy fruits or something glorious. Anyway, yeah. and then Lisa <laughs> takes her shoe off, <laughs> and these four pieces of popcorn fall out, and she's like, "I got us popcorn," and I was like. Uh, that's disgusting. I am. I'm just. I'm sorry, but I'm not at the point where I'm going to eat your shoe popcorn. And then she proceeded to put her shoe popcorn into um, one of the jars that we had from the coffee and stuff. Okay. Yeah. She put her shoe popcorn in the jar, in the jar, and um, people ate it like oh. during the course of the day. I know. That is Ooh. disgusting. Um, it was actually disgusting. Like it, it made me want to vomit. Like there was definitely more like dirt than corn and that piece of popcorn you know what i mean like yeah. it was disgusting mm-hmm. um and then if you guys just watch the last episode again and just like fast forward to the chocolate reward yeah because we wanted we were trying to get there was so much chocolate there like we had to take something back to camp yeah and so adam's like all right i'll distract them as in the cameraman so adam stands up and he starts like juggling and singing and just like being a real like class clown and if, if you watch again, you can see it. I'm, like, sitting there shoveling um, M&Ms into my drink bottle. <laughs> and I got away with it. Oh, okay. Like, I got a full a full drink bottle of M&Ms. Oh, wow. And I got it back to camp. And, I, and then I put it in one of the jars again that we had from the coffee and stuff. And I got, like, a solid, like, half a lolly jar of um, M&Ms. Oh, well done. And then the, the M&Ms that we couldn't get out of the bottle, um, we just boiled some water put it in the bottle and had like M&M hot chocolate 
Oh, oh my god. <laughs> and then they voted you out. And then the bitches voted me out. <laughs> Savage, eh? Savage. I thought, yeah. the, I thought like the hot chocolate M&Ms would like win some people over. But yeah, solidify an alliance. Oh, I think, I think by that point, like Matt knew that I was playing the game hard. You know, if I'm going to yep. steal a whole bottle of M&Ms, like he knows that I could do things. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no one no one wants to be sitting at the end next to the person who brought everyone back Eminem's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll get all of the jury's vote. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, remember that Eminem hot chocolate? Yeah. Remember my Eminem heist? That was for you. Now repay me and give me the two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. All I ask for is your vote. Thank you. Yeah. I think that's a fair trade. Yeah. M&Ms oh, well. are like gold out there. It's pretty much fair. I'd vote for you if you gave me M and M chocolate. Yeah, that is a fair trade agreement. I I wish that had worked. <laughs> I was um, okay. I was actually quite uh, like oh. oh yeah. Am I oh am I making it awkward in the three way again? No, it started glitching, sorry. You want to go back to a two? <laughs> <laughs> we'll go back to a two. It was it was less awkward before Brian joined us. Yeah, but more classic. It's it's traditional, you know. So. Oh, what? It's, it's nice to try these things every once in a while. Yeah, you got to spice spice things up, you know. If you don't try, you never know. Yeah. We know it's awkward, so maybe <laughs> maybe don't do it again for a while. Well, I'm glad if we were going to try this, it was with you, Eve. So thank you for being <laughs> yeah. up for the experiment. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me to your three-way. We've always been talking about how, like, you were a triplet, and then we thought you'd be third out, and then you were you were going to place third. Oh, wow. But it's actually the three-way. It was a premonition the whole time. The three-way. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. Three is actually my lucky number, you yeah. guys. That's crazy. There we go. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah. the premonitions, eh? <laughs> There we have it. Well, <laughs> so on that note, <laughs> yeah. Thank you, thank you so much for coming on, Eve. We've genuinely been looking forward to this. I mean, we we didn't want you to go, but we knew that when we did get to talk to you, it would be this much fun. So thank you so much for coming on. Oh no worries. Thanks. Thanks for letting me um tell you pretty much everything. <laughs> yeah. No worries. <laughs> I really didn't hold back in this, did I? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Uh, it's been great. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Eve. Yeah, thanks so much for the chat. I feel like this has been the most like fun interview I've done. Oh, awesome! That's oh, that's what good. we want. <laughs> we kind of want to try and create like an after party vibe. That's what we want. Like we want yeah, the one where nah. people just like chill out and hang out. Yeah, nah, it's been real good. Like you guys are just real easy to chat to. I feel like it's been a yeah, it's been a pleasure. Awesome. Thanks, Eve. All right, sweet. See ya. All right, bye. See ya. All right, there you have it. That was Eve from Surviving New Zealand, Thailand, the fourth juror. Oh, I really love talking to Eve. I really meant what I said. I like, didn't want to talk to her, but I knew that when we did, it was going to be a fun time. Eve was one of the first Survivor contestants to reach out when they listened to our preseason draft to tell us how much they loved it. So obvious favorite, knowing that they're a fan of Two Boys Talk Survivor. Yeah, she did not disappoint. <laughs> no, not at all. Wonderful chat. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to follow us on Facebook, we are Two Boys Talk Survivor. We're on Twitter at Two Boys Talk. Uh, Instagram, Two Boys Talk Survivor. Backyard Survivor is on YouTube. And if you like what we're doing, go on iTunes, give us a review, leave <laughs> us comments, only nice ones, please. And thank you all for tuning into our first three-way. <laughs> oh, God. God. Uh, what happens if there's a double elimination? Are we having a four? <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I guess so. It's gone too far. Goodbye, everyone.
Oh, wow. You're swapping tribes.